As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. This ride is just insane! We're going to go 165 feet in the air. We're going to drop down 180 feet like an 85 degree angle. You ready? I hate this you. I hate fun. you. I hate you. I had that last week, actually. Coast in the Country with Marcus LaShock. From WGN TV Studios in Chicago, this is Coast in the Country. I am Marcus LaShock. Welcome to episode seven. I think it's episode seven of the show. This is where we run down all that is happening in the theme park world. Tell you about all the great places you can travel to across the country and just have some good old fashioned family fun. Today, we are staying local. Yeah, it's Max Force time. How many times, don't lie, you are a uh, Six Flags Great America person if you're here in the Chicago area where I am, how many times have you watched this video? A lot of times, right? Yeah, we're talking all about Max Force today. Um, If you are new to this whole coaster business and everything Max Force... You don't know what the heck I'm talking about. I'm going to tell you right here. Uh, Six Flags Great America, Gurney, Illinois, opening a new SNS air launch coaster. Going to send you from zero to 78 miles an hour in less than two seconds. Then you're going to go straight up in the air. I think it's like 170 feet or so, something like that. You're going to do this double twist inversion at the top of it. Then you're going to come back down. And after you come back down, you're going to head into this barrel roll. And they say when you hit the barrel roll, you will still be going about 60 miles an hour, which I think is another record for inversion or something, the like fastest inversion or something like that. Then you come back up after that barrel roll. It's, it's kind of crazy in the barrel roll because when you come, when you go through that barrel roll, you will be going up. So that's going to be a weird feeling to be going twisting up and then you come back into another inversion before you come back into the station. So uh, in total, from launch to finish, we're talking about, like, sorry, people screaming here in my background. Uh, We're talking about, I don't know, 20 to 30 seconds or so with this ride. But the real draw of it, I know a lot of people are saying, well, the ride's short. The real draw to rides like this is the launch. And that 0 to 78 miles an hour in less than two seconds, that will be the fastest, fastest acceleration on a roller coaster in North America. So not the fastest overall speed um, on a ride, but... Sorry, I wanted to fade that music out there. Um, Not the fastest overall speed on a ride, but the force is going to be intense. So the fastest acceleration. And that's going to feel just, again, we've talked about this before, but think about it. You're sitting in a chair and you're going one, 1,000, you're going 80 miles an hour. 
That's fast. Woo. So, all right. So what the heck is going on with this thing? The park's been open for a couple of months now. Construction is still underway. I was there. If you watch WGM morning news, I had a whole report checking out the construction site. I caught up with six flags, great America president, park president, Hank Salemi. And I just asked him point blank right away. What's going on with the construction? Where are you guys in the process right now? And here's what he had to say. We are heavily in the construction commissioning process of, of the ride. It is an incredible, all unique, very innovative ride. And it's, it's taken us the time to get it right. And, and we're, we're excited. We're right on pace to get open this summer. And it's going, everything is going really, really well with the ride. So How has the it. winter and this rainy spring been for you? I know for everyone, yeah. I'm always complaining about it, but it's got to be tough for you guys when you're trying to do stuff like we're this. In the, we're in the theme park business. You know, and, and the one thing we always know is we can't control it. But the sun's going to shine, and when the sun shines, we know our fans love us. We know our guests will come out, and you know, and and with this ride, yeah, it slowed us down a little bit, but but it's going great, and I think we'll we'll be open and, and have some updates for you really really soon. Yeah, so that's been the big question a lot of people are having. When is this ride going to open? Right, because the park's open. Ideally, when the park opens, you want the new ride to be open, but. Usually Six Flags style um, around Memorial Day is when we see these rides open. Obviously. That didn't happen in this case. If you're outside the Chicago area, we did have a really brutal winter. Um, with We had a month or two with super cold temperatures, made it impossible to do pretty much anything outside. And then we've had this ridiculously wet spring with all kinds of rain, which is not good when you're trying to put down a ton of concrete and for queues and for stations and to doing work with footers and all kinds of stuff that you need to do on a construction project project like this. It's not great. But you notice Hank there, when I talked to him, they're not using that as an excuse. They're not saying, Oh, well the weather, you know, it's just the weather, nothing else. They're saying, you know, it's the theme park business and we want to be open now. We want to be open as quickly as we can, but we're not open yet. But, uh, they, he is saying, and they are saying soon, sooner than later they're not saying well now we don't know if it's going to open it, they say it's going to be open soon and, and i can tell you that i living right there there's been a lot of people working there every day and uh working hard so i got a lot of questions from you guys about some of the more specifics of the ride if you're watching this and listening to this podcast you're probably a geek like me and you want to know everything about it right so as far as the line goes and the whole station process and all that stuff i asked him about that just explaining behind him how everyone's going to navigate the line and actually get up to the ride here's what he had to say yeah, this is where the queue line is so you'll actually enter out of the midway out of carousel plaza you'll queue right over here behind me so that's what they're building pouring the concrete and the queue line will go up and then you'll go up right up into the station directly behind me ride the ride come down come back under the ride and then you'll actually exit through the retail shop this year so it's it's the exit and entrance is right here in this area right here in carousel plaza right behind you right now is our big double decker carousel the main entrance just over to my left and, and behind you so it's all really come packed right here at the front of the park and it's it's really a a perfect space for this ride yeah so what he was saying there just to kind of reiterate that when you walk into great america you're going to walk to the right and just past the skytrek tower there is where the pictorium entrance used to be if you've been there before um they had this giant theater 
big IMAX theater before IMAX was everywhere. They had one there. And then over time, as IMAX was everywhere, it kind of lost its novelty. So they stopped sort of using it for movies. And then it was just kind of sitting there. So they got rid of that. And that's where they put this ride. So you're going to walk in the, the pictorium entrance, which they are all redoing and repainting right now. And from there, you're going to wind through the first large queue area. That's the concrete that they have been pouring, which you would have seen on my report if you watched it. Uh, and you can watch that right now, by the way, online, WGNTV.com slash Coastin. From what I heard uh, there that day, though, from everyone that's working, that first section of Q is not going to be covered. Now, maybe they'll change that, but it sounds like you're going to be under the sun in that, in that first section of the line there. Then, uh, so you're going to queue in that large paved section before entering another paid queue section, which is right before the station. I'm told that section will be covered. There will be a canopy there uh, over you standing there. Then you get up to the station, and the one thing you notice when you walk up to the station is it's tight. It is going to be tight there. It's a small space. They don't have a ton of space to work with. They put this ride in a space um, that, I, honestly, I didn't. it's a very creative use of space. It's not a lot of space to be able to put a ride like this in there with the station. So they're going to have, thinking about this, when you walk up to the station, you're going to have a fast pass line, you're going to have the regular line, and you're going to have a single rider line. Max Force does plan to have a single rider line. So you've got three different, three different types of rider coming up to that area there. So it's going to be tight. It's going to be very interesting to see how they organize all the passengers, getting them into the section um, on that train. Now, the other question I had was about the gates on the ride. When they were, when they were building this thing, it almost looked like there was framing for doors. And I'm not a construction expert by any means. I'm not a contractor, right? So uh, I looked at it. I was like, wow, is that going to be like a door system? Like, um, I think it's at magic mountain. The Superman ride there has doors, or it had doors where you're kind of standing in front of the door and then the door opens and reveals the train there. But no, it, it's just going to be the standard air gates in the station from what I'm told. So just the standard air gates that we're all used to. It's going to be interesting how they, uh, you know, organize everybody getting up to that. Um, i trying to think what else I was going to tell you. So, oh yeah, getting off the ride. That's the other thing that people have questions about. So when you get off the train and you're done on the ride, you're going to exit to the back through the other side of the station. You will come around the fence by Hurricane Harbor, and there will be another path taking you into the carousel gift shop right there. So it should be pretty neat viewing to get out and then walk under that last inversion there and be able to see uh, everybody coming back in with the next train. So uh, they're they're really packing it in there. And I did just mention the trains. I actually got a chance to go out and see them and sit in them myself. If you missed my segment, here's me sitting in the ride describing uh, what the trains are like. Take a listen. I'm the first person to sit on Max Force that doesn't work here. But you have no over the shoulders. You just have this. It's going to be your lap bar that comes down. These down here will keep your shins close. So if you've been on rides with like shin protectors before, like this will come down and it'll keep your feet here. And then this will be right here in your lap. You also have a seat belt too. So for extra protection here, you got the seat belt and then this lap bar coming down. But hanging out above, that's just going to be you wide open here to have your hands up. Yeah. So it's hard to, if you haven't seen it, you're trying to picture this in your head. But um, yeah, that's the restraint system. It's just a lap bar. There's no over the shoulder and it's got the race car theme. So you've got the racing wheel in the front and uh, it's going to look like a train. There was, there was other 
a, a couple of things that people noticed from the video. One, uh, they're like, Oh wow. Why is there mud everywhere? It, it's a really, it's a really wet season that we're having here. And these guys were working on the train. You can see in my video, uh, they're standing on the train as it's moving back and forth, making sure everything's working with it. And so they're walking all through the construction site and walking on board this train. And I don't want to interrupt them or shut down a day of their work for me to come out there. So I asked them, they asked me, I asked them if I could come out there and see it. They said, yeah. And, um, that's why, that's why there was some dirt on the train. Cause they're walking back and forth through the station on the train. And I'm told there are some other pieces to the train, decorative pieces that are not in yet that will be on the train, uh, when you ride it. So when you saw it, my piece is going to look a little bit different when it opens. Not sure exactly what those are, but uh, they sh- there should be some things added. Now, one of the other things that I noticed first sitting in the train is looking straight out, there's not that much distance to that first inversion. As I mentioned, you're going from the station to uh, where Raging Bull is right next to the wizard. There's there's That's not a lot of distance to travel and to get up to 80 miles an hour which is crazy to think about how fast you've got to launch to get to 80, to get up into that double aversion inversion out there. And I guess I didn't realize how, um, so how small of a distance that was until I was sitting on it. It's going to be wild. And then there's the bridge that will take the scenic railway train over the ride. It's not as high as I thought it would be. It feels like a really tight squeeze in there that that's going to be. So that is going to be, I think that's going to be a thrill to launch through that tunnel. So the next question a lot of people had, and I asked Hank this, you know, when, when are you planning to open? Do you have a planning date for this? When do you think it's going to be done? Timeline is, is, is very soon. It's early this summer. We don't have a specific date yet because we're still going through the process of getting this thing ready and ready to go. But very, very soon, we'll have a, we'll have a date for you guys when you'll be the first to know, Marcus. We know you'll be out here. You're such a huge fan. <laughs> know, right? So we'd love to have you out, and, and we'll have you on the train just as quick as we can. And what about testing, though? All right, so we don't know when it's going to open. When are we going to see this thing start testing and we can see the water dummies and all that good stuff? Well, it, it is te- being tested now. That's why, you, you know, the, the ride manufacturers here, they're working on the testing, they're working on the engineering of the ride. So that process is ongoing. And it's a little longer process when you talk about such unique te- technology. This air launch system and this innovation of this ride, it just takes a little bit longer than usual. But, you know, we're, we're really feeling good about how it's going so far. And, yeah, we'll have this thing open really soon. Yeah, so that's a very creative way of saying, I'm not telling you. <laughs> when we're going to start testing it, but hopefully really soon. And anybody who's been out there seeing that the, the train has been moving back and forth along up to the launch system, all the way back. So you would hope relatively soon, as long as they can get that stuff in the station put together with all the equipment and everything they need, they'll start testing that system. Because as Hank said there, it is a very uh, more complicated coaster than just a lift going up. This is a, there's a huge building off to the side that houses all the compressors. Um, these, Ingersoll, I think they're Ingersoll compressor systems that uh, power this ride to get it launched up that fast. So uh, they're going to need to do a bunch of testing on this. And uh, I told you about the the train and the tunnel. I have one more uh, piece of news for you. And I bring out the sad music because the scenic railway will not be open this season. Yeah, it's true. Train ain't opening. They got a lot of work going on in that tunnel. A lot of settling's got to happen. And um, train will be back. 
but this year it will not. So you're going to have to wait another season to ride the train and see Max Force launching and everything else. But the park did confirm with me that the Singing Railway is not going to open this year. Yeah. Hey, but let's get to some good news. If you have been to the park, Wizard is open, which is the biggest news, right? I mean, it stinks about the train, but... They got Wizard open for Memorial Day weekend. I was very impressed. I did not think Wizard was going to open until Max Force opened. But they really did the work. I talked to some of the guys out there who were working, and they said, yeah, we wanted a priority to get that back in. We got the fence up. We got the track back together, tested it out. And uh, shout out to Nolan, who operates Wizard quite a bit, because when I was out there, it was starting to rain on Memorial Day weekend. And it was the first day they opened Wizard, and he was hustling people through that thing to get as many rides as they could before they shut it down. Wizard, of course, great family coaster, but there's a lot of electricity involved with Wizard, so that's one of the rides that really shuts down when it rains. But it was great, and it, it was really cool to um, to uh, see Wizard running, to be back on it. It's my favorite ride in the park, or it's right up there as my favorite my favorite ride in the park. So it's going to be fun to watch max force from wizard and when you're going around one of the last turns on wizard you're like right next to max force that's going to be really cool to see um everything it's it's going to be really cool to see max force from wizard so that's really what's going on with max force right now uh i am all over this I want you to subscribe to everything, everywhere that you find me to the podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, I will let you guys know first if I hear anything about testing, when that's getting started, and all that good stuff. So if you're following me, you're going to get any update that I hear is going to be put out there um, as soon as I possibly know it. And don't forget, you can call me and leave me a voicemail as well, 773-883-7892, 773-883-7892. I look forward to hearing from each and every one of you. If for now, push down, pull up on your lap bars. I'm Marcus Lashock. Peace out. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.